Welcome to the fourth episode of Records Revisited. On our first three episodes, Wayne and I revisited specific records. The format of this episode, however, is going to be a little different. Wayne and I have been assigning each other top ten lists for years. Lists such as top ten songs from a specific artist, or top ten songs with a specific theme like songs celebrating the weekend. The list we generated for this episode may not exactly be about celebrating, 2018 has been a year filled with a myriad of challenges, both personally and professionally. This has been a year of losing people way too young. Witness people that I care deeply about go through some serious crap that nobody should have to endure. On a personal level, I now have three teenagers at home, which presents their own set of challenges as they try to figure out how to be responsible human beings, and for one in particular, trying to navigate the rough waters of transitioning from being a high schooler to becoming an adult. I've tried my best to have an eternal perspective on this whole year. I have a strong belief that there's a higher being and that there's a higher purpose in everything. And whether you call it God, the divine, the universe, nature, existence, or as R.E.M. would say, the great beyond, there is a higher something. I seem to be quoting Depeche Mode a lot this year. And I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors, but I really think that the universe has a sick sense of humor. But through it all, I'm reminded that, from that eternal perspective, we as human beings are usually too stupid to learn anything from our successes. Instead, we have to gain wisdom and insight when we experience sadness, failure, disappointment, and hurt. This episode is devoted to songs specifically about that hurt and disappointment And welcome to the magically uplifting episode entitled, The Disappointment List. Welcome to another episode of Records Revisited, a podcast dedicated to the magic of music. I'm your MC, your DJ, your host on the East Coast. I'm Ben Montgomery. Joining me is my co-host from the left coast. You may know him as Dr. Feelgood because he's the one that makes you feel all right. Here's Wayne Fugate. Hey. <laughs> that's your that's your <laughs> you that's your rebuttal to me. No. You threw me off because the shirt I'm wearing is my uh, Motley Crue farewell tour shirt. I, I didn't even see that coming. You threw me off. Threw me off with the uh, how you could have known. Uh, I I totally did not know that you were wearing your Motley Crue T-shirt. I mean, it was the 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 guesses are pretty good that you're either wearing like your Faster Pussycat shirt or your Motley Crue T-shirt. So. <laughs> Probably a pretty good guess. All right. I guess I, I you you beat me to the punch of I was going to ask you what T-shirt are you wearing? I already know. So which Molly Crew T-shirt is it? It's the farewell tour. A couple of years ago, they played uh, White River on the. They they claim to be it claims to be the last tour. So we'll see. Ozzy screwed me on that. So I'm a little bitter. Sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I, I went to see Ozzy because it was his last. No more tours. That was the uh, name of the uh, tour. He's toured seven times since then. 
<laughs> and then 20 well, off. I, well, I, I am wearing my uh, Thomas Wynn and the Believers t-shirt. Um, they are one of my favorite local bands. Actually, they're probably, they are my favorite local band from, from here in Orlando. Um, so I, uh, I, I purchased a t-shirt, um, says believer on the front and Thomas Wynn and the believers on the back. And, uh, what a great concert. Um, they played a couple new songs that, uh, they're going to be recording a new album, uh, here at the first of the year. And, uh, Kevin, Kevin Maine and the Volts open for them, another local band. Um, just overall, really good night of music. And uh, music is great therapy for me. So let's see, what else is, is out in the music world these days? How about, uh, how about a Star is Born soundtrack? You, uh, have you seen the movie yet? Uh, no, I have not. So I am, um, I'm kind of obsessed with the soundtrack these days. Um, I already loved Lucas Nelson. Uh, I guess he uh, he did a lot of the music on the soundtrack, and I'm just obsessed with the Jason Isbell song that Bradley Cooper um, did on the on the soundtrack. And maybe it's just uh, I'm really into it because the the songs for the most part are really like sad and and morose, and um, I guess they're 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 songs that considering I've been listening, re-listening to the songs that are on this particular list, uh, the disappointment list. I've been listening to those trying to get ready for this, uh, for this episode. And I guess the songs on the soundtrack just kind of fit the mood and the tone, um, that this disappointment list is going to portray. Aren't you just a downer? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I am. Um, I, you know, and I laid it pretty strong with the introduction and, Look, if our if our loyal listeners um, who, you know, since we've only done three episodes so far, um, if they don't stop listening to the podcast or didn't stop listening after last week's um, chart explosion. The chart explosion. Yes. Um, so so if they didn't stop listening already, um, I, something tells me they, they may be ready to turn off the podcast uh, for something a little more uplifting. Um, but I, I think both of our lists will eventually demonstrate that even through the hurt, um, there's a little bit of hope maybe. Sun will come out tomorrow. Um, yeah, it might, might get adopted by some rich dude, you know, looking at this list and I I was, I was re-listening to the songs today um you know i can see that i've dealt with bouts of depression and it's really only been in like the last 10 years or so that i kind of finally recognized that diagnosis and now i can spot the signs of when i'm getting depressed and you know music has always been one of those coping mechanisms to help me get out of those black moments um and i think it's it's really just been in the last few years that I've attended more and more concerts because that live music is one of my happy places. Um, what, what kind of happy places do you have Wayne that, that get you out of your funks? Beer, um, football. Uh, I've, I've, I've gone to all, and I, all joking aside, I've gone to a lot more concerts 
Um, seen a lot more live music in the last couple of years. Um, but music has always been like, just like you, it's always been uh, that, that constant in my life, you know, getting the new, at the time, the newest CDs that came out um, and checking out, you know, what, what are my, my favorite bands up to? What are they, what have they created? And that's always been uh, what's, what's made me happy. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've always kind of went to music to find kind of like a confidant, you know, somebody who's sharing their pain with others and they're like, they're singing about it. And I think that that's, that's how I became a big Smiths fan back in my youth, you know, cause I could like feel Morrissey's like hurt. Um, and he seemed to be going through some of the same garbage that I was trying to endure of. Yeah, whatever. Are we ready to get disappointed and are you ready to get hurt? Are you, are you quoting the gaslight anthem? Um, yes, I did. Spoiler alert. The gaslight anthem will make an appearance on my top 10. I took some creative license. Some of these entries capture the spirit of the experiences that inspired the list. Okay. Well, you know, this list is all about creative license. You know, the topic is kind of broad uh considering disappointments come in all shapes and sizes family stuff work stuff school stuff friend stuff you know whatever the ladies the 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 ladies um you know and i and i'll say a few of the songs that i selected uh or would have selected were already on your list so i did pick other songs instead um for instance your number one probably would have been in my top 10 somewhere. It might even have been my number one. You ready to get to the list? I think it's time to start. All right. So did you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I, I can say when I made this list, uh, I was pretty solid with it. Some of the songs off your list, I would have put on honorable mention. Okay. Um, you know, I do have a couple honorable mentions, you know, I recently saw the Decemberists, uh, one of their new songs is called, uh, all my life. And the lead singer Colin Malloy sings, uh, Oh, for once in my life could just something go right. And that probably just barely missed my top 10. Um, I, I also originally had the Eagles wasted time, the song off of hotel California that was originally on my list, um, but I did make a last minute change and it now barely misses my top 10. Um, however, I'm still hoping to have some realizations sometime down the line, like as Don Henley sings, um, you know, I'm hoping that it wasn't just wasted time. But yeah, then when I made the top 10 list, um, things just didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. And um so now I've got a little extra clarity. Um, so that just barely missed my top 10. So, um, all right. So let me start with my t number 10. Uh, my number 10 song is a song called Car Radio by 21 Pilots. I 
find her of something terrifying Cause this time there's no sound to hide behind To find over the course of a human existence One thing consists of consistence And it's that we're all battling fear Oh dear, I don't know if we know why we're here Oh my, too deep, please stop thinking I liked it better when my car had sound There are things we can do But from the things that work there are only two And from the two that we choose to do Peace will win and fear will lose It is faith and this sleep We need to pick one, please Because faith is to be awake And to be awake is for us to think And for us to think is to be alive And I will try with every rhyme To come across like I am dying To let you know you need to try to think I have these thoughts so often I ought To replace that slot with what I once bought Cause somebody stole my car radio And now I just sit in silence I'm not a huge 21 Pilots fan But this song spoke to me uh, I do need to give a shout out to James Steele, the DJ from Orlando's 1019 alternative station who turned me on to this song. Um, during one of my um, not so pleasant days a few months ago, uh, I was driving home from work. Uh, he was giving away some tickets to an upcoming 21 pilot show. He was supposed to play one of their more popular songs after that caller won their tickets um instead he went rogue uh the 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 lead singer had his car radio stolen now he's struggling with his own thoughts you know thoughts of existence fear reality whatever you want to call it um and during that time i had just received some really disappointing news feeling sorry for myself this song comes on the radio when there's music at least for me uh, there seems to be like a, a silencing of some of the demons. There's that drowning out of, you know, the self-doubt that's in my head. Um, and so when there's music, for the most part, um, there's light and there's goodness. And I've been meaning to send James an email telling him thanks for going rogue, playing this song instead of playing, you know, whatever he was going to play, Heathens or Stressed Out. Um, I never did reach out to him to thank him. So I think I'm going to send him a link to this episode instead. So James, if you do actually click. <laughs> on... I... Hold on. <laughs> so James, thanks, man. Uh, I love your show. Keep on rocking in the free world. Wayne, any, any thoughts on my number 10 song? Uh, before I heard the song, I was able to say that I liked everything I'd heard from 21 Pilots. Uh, not a fan of this song. I even watched the video, which may not have helped. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a little it's a little weird. Um, there's a really good uh, studio performance of them. That might have helped you become a fan of it because it's actually really good. But yeah, the video, the official video, not not super great. It, it reminded me of someone doing uh, their their version of Eminem at a school talent show. Um, okay. Um, I'm always down with some good Eminem. Oh, this wouldn't have qualified as that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. The number 10 song that I on my list was Whitney Houston's why does it hurt so bad? Uh, good question, Whitney. Uh, I know this song was written and produced by uh, Kenny Babyface Edmonds. He had actually given it to her a couple of years earlier, and she said something to the effect of, uh, I'm not in the mood to be singing a Why It Hurts So Bad, but a couple of years with Bobby Brown, and she was ready. 
Yeah, you know, I've never been a big Whitney fan, um, and but you know, considering her demise and the pain she went through, self-medicating to drown out those demons, I guess that makes this song a little more poignant to me. You know, I I listened to a couple other Whitney songs, and knowing that you know this song exists about hurting. Um, it almost makes the uh, I want to dance with somebody a little more of a depressing song because she's saying I want to dance with somebody, but that person doesn't exist. That did, did I just like totally reinterpret that into like a Smith song? <laughs> I think more. I'd like to hear Morrissey's take on I want to dance with somebody. I she has a, just an incredible voice. I mean, she has just so much range and so, so much emotion comes. I mean, when she sings, you want to dance with somebody, you believe she wants to dance with somebody. Um, when she sings, why does it hurt so bad? You, you feel like you're like, why you're right. Why does it hurt so bad? Uh, yeah. Uh, she's definitely channeling some, uh, some, some inner demons. I, I think, but what, what do I know? I'm not a big Whitney fan. So, so my number nine is, uh, Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me by the legendary Warren Zevon. good pity party song uh and this definitely fits that bill this is from warren's uh very under underrated 1976 self-titled debut album uh that is the album that also includes hasten down the wind carmelita i'll sleep when i'm dead i mean that album is one of my favorite albums it it is stacked with just beautifully dark and sad and morose songs um this this album was actually produced by jackson brown includes background vocals from lindsey buckingham stevie nicks is also uh backing vocals on um desperados under the eaves um and you may actually not know the warren's warren zevon version but you may know the linda ronsed version um her her version actually charted went to number 31 on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, it was also reworked by country artist Terry Clark in 1996, reached number five on the Hot Country Charts. And Linda actually would record a number of Zevon songs over the years. 
I think we're going to need to do an episode about Warren Zevon at some point. This album is fantastic. Excitable Boy is a classic record. And this song just brings me to the pity party. How familiar are you with uh, with Zevon? Uh, you know what? I this is. I mean, early on, I had nothing but Werewolves of London. But I, at some point, I think I actually I think it was around his death. I uh, I dug in, and uh, my, I think my favorite song is probably Lawyers, Guns, and Money. But uh, I I dug in to some Zevon after right right after he passed. You cannot go wrong with Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So, uh, what do you have for number nine? For number nine, and this song was probably, I would have to say, was mostly picked for the name. It's called The Great Disappointment. Um, it's by AFI. It's off their Sing the Sorrow uh, record. And Davy Havoc is a classic screamo uh, vocalist. I mean, I, I, I'm listening to the song. I can't figure what it's out. I, I pull the lyrics up. I'm trying to kind of decipher what he's talking about. I want to say it's suicide. But I know with an emo singer, if you pick suicide, you're going to be right more often than you're not. But this was their big. This 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 record had, uh, was it Girls Not Gray or uh, was this the one that had Silver the and Cold, song? the Leaving Song, Silver and was Cold? Yep, okay. this was their big break. I mean, this is when they 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 exploded in two thousand and three, um, and it, and like I say, the great disappointment. What what better song to make the disappointment list? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with this particular song. I do know a couple AFI songs. Leaving song, I definitely know. Um, you know the the lyrics about reach out and you may take my heart away. I mean, that's uh, you know how emo is that lyric? Oh, and like while I waited, I was wasting away. Yeah, yeah, it's he's it's classic emo. So so. It's mostly on your list because the title, the title, and you know what? No one can sound more depressed than an emo singer. They 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 bring it. That's that's a good segue to my number eight song because number eight for me is a song called "Hurt," and you can either take the Nine Inch Nail version or you can take the Johnny Cash version. Which for my list, I'll take the Johnny Cash version. Both of those guys, they know Hurt, I think, better than an emo singer. Let's give a listen. I remember everything. What have I become? My sweetest friend. Everyone I know 
goes away in the air And you could have it all I could listen to either version of these songs. Um, we probably need to do an episode about songs that are either just as good or better than the original. So cover cover songs. And Johnny Cash really made this song his. I, I don't remember if this was Johnny's last album or second to last album, but he made this song his. And that video... That video that has, you know, the, these these shots of, of his wife in there. And, oh my gosh, it is just, it's powerful. Um, and I, and I, I do have to admit, um, I've never been a huge Johnny Cash fan. Um, that changed a couple of years ago. Um, went to Nashville with, with my best friend, um, who is a big Johnny Cash fan. He's like, one of the, one of the things that I want to do while I'm there is we got to go to the museum and the, and they, the museum is done in kind of this chronological order as you walk through his life. And at the end of this walk, they're playing in a loop. They're playing the, the video for hurt. And like everybody who was walking through the museum would stop to watch that video. I mean, that's, that's how haunting that particular song is. And anytime that I'm feeling in this, this dark morose, um, kind of, kind of mood, man, this, this is, this is a good go-to. What, what do you think on uh, Johnny Cash's version of hurt? I, I, and I've always been a big Johnny Cash fan of something that my parents, I, I would hear around my house, my grandfather, uh, I actually, I was, I think I was reading something. I think it was Rolling Stone, but Trent Reznor called this the definitive version. He had made a claim, you know, remark that originally he was kind of upset that somebody was covering his stuff. He, he heard it and he referred to this as the definitive version of that song. I had heard the song by Nine Inch Nails and it didn't sound much like, much different than any other Nine Inch Nails song. I heard this by Johnny Cash and you see the video and it's haunting. It's moving. It's like, powerful i would it's like i almost like tremble when i when i see this video yeah i i do too you know and after that experience of going to the museum you know the 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 next couple times that i watched that video i'm like uh almost moved to tears i mean it was it was that powerful for me so all right any other uh comments on my uh my number six or i'm sorry is that my number on my number eight song uh, no that was an excellent choice all right what's your uh, what's your number eight my number eight is someone must get hurt by she wants revenge i always like she wants revenge i i mean i i and i never really could figure out why until i was reading something about how and it was comparing them to all these you know, mid eighties, uh, kind of goth, the beginnings of goth with the cure joy division. And I was like, that is it. I, <laughs> I know exactly now why I like their stuff is a little bit darker. It's got that, it's got 
you know, a lot of synth beat in it, but I like the guy's voice. It is, it is like a fake British accent, but I still, I, I've always liked them. And this song uh, was not a single, but it, when I, when I listened to it, I mean, he's breaking up with this girl and he's, it seems like he's come to terms with it and he's, he's ready to move on. I can tell you'd like some sympathy, but I can't fix you and you don't want me. Interpol, which reminds me of Bauhaus, which reminds me of Joy Division, um, really cut in the same cloth. Um, a few years ago, they they came to town, um, opening up for Peter Murphy, which you know that there's there's another gothy guy from from the eighties or early nineties um, who's a you know just a, a dark legend usually i'm okay with going to a concert by myself um if you know if i can't find somebody to go with me um this was one of those concerts that i felt like i needed to have somebody go with me um it was a not at a a a club that was um really known for um their security and safety um and i couldn't get anybody to go to this show with me you know because they were like well who's she wants revenge and i sent them a couple clips um and they're like yeah that's a hard pass you know if you would have told me about that show i would have i would have flown out just to see cut you up live you know what we we missed an opportunity to hang out didn't we so my number seven is uh by the replacements this is within your reach going back to your comment about creative license so the lyrics probably aren't relevant to the situation per se um that prompted this list but i felt like something was within my reach and i just couldn't grab it and you know to 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 quote his lyrics you know i keep on waking fully confused 
I can't live without your touch. Um, but you know, he's going to die within reach of that prize, that goal. Um, you know, he's going to die within that person's, you know, reach of, of that person's love. And Westerberg is the master of writing about disappointment and dissatisfaction. You know, just, just, you know, look me in the eyes and tell me why I'm so dissatisfied or unsatisfied. And I, I would say that this song actually perfectly fits. What could be more disappointing than being able to see the prize, be it whatever that may be, whether it's the girl, whether it's the job, uh, whether it's the Super Bowl, you can see it and you just, you, you can't reach it. You fall short. Uh, Westerberg is one of my favorites. I, I, it's, I'd be hard pressed to find a song that either solo or with the replacements of his that I don't like. Um, and I even, to think that it's, uh, from what I've read, could it's just happenstance. He used to walk down the street home coming home from his janitor job and heard the guys this at the, in the Stinson's garage yeah. um, and just went in and never sang in a band, never wrote a song and went in there and <laughs> got the job. And the rest is history. You know, and if there is any rock biographies that I would recommend, um, I would definitely recommend the bio on the replacements. It, it was so good. Um, made me like Paul a little less because there was always that self-sabotage um, kind of thing going on with him. Um, but, you know, I had an opportunity last year to meet uh, Tommy Stinson after um, after his, his band Bash and Pop opened for the Psychedelic Furs, and he could not have been cooler. And, um, yeah, there, there's not a, there's not a replacement song that I don't love. All right. Anything else on the replacements and within your reach? No. All right. What's your number seven, Wayne? Don't let yourself go. Number seven is Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Uh, this, <laughs> this this says it all. I mean, everybody hurts. Um, you're not alone. I, I had read something that, because um, obviously R.E.M. titles and R.E.M. songs are a little more subtextual, a, little, a lot of metaphor. And uh, Peter Buck said the re- this was, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say that it was written for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, but it was written towards teens. And he... He said, you know, these people haven't lived a lot, so you got to be a little more direct. Okay. And I think the the lyrics are pretty direct. Yeah, everybody hurts, so suck it up, dude. I think that's that's kind of the, the, the premise of the song. Oh, absolutely. And like I say, this is not one of my favorite REM songs, but this is, uh, which just goes to show even their songs that I'm not a huge fan of are still better songs than a lot a lot of people will ever write so yeah you know i would have included this on the list but you know for the sake of not double dipping uh i did not include that i 
did think about a couple different songs from rem um they just didn't make the make the cut here i don't know if you've seen the video of them performing at wembley you could tell at the end of it where everybody is like singing along to everybody hurts um and it's it's a moving video because you can tell that stipe is is um he's overcome with the fact that so many other people are taking solace in this song about look everybody hurts we get it um so let's all just sing along and uh, enjoy the pain together this is gonna be this i found when i was looking doing some research for this song i real i found out that they that everybody waived the the royalties and they redid this in like 2010 for the big uh hurricane that went through or the earthquake in haiti and everybody waved the royalties uh the song went number one in England and is actually the only time that John Bon Jovi has gone number one in UK. Oh, okay. I don't know why I don't know why that was mentioned in this article, but it was. <laughs> uh, I guess that's a big deal. Bon Jovi goes to number one with an REM song. That's great. All right. My number six song is by the police. This is the King of Pain. This is definitely another pity party song. Sting, please meet Warren Zevon. Warren, please meet Sting. Um, this uh, this song comes off of their very popular and I guess their last um, their last true album, Synchronicity. Uh, this reached uh, number one on the Billboard Top Charts back in August of of eighty three. What's interesting is that in the UK, it reached uh, number 17 in January of 84. So uh, obviously the police were more popular in um, the, the States than they were in their own UK. And I just really love all of the, the, the imagery of this song, um, the references to all of these hurt things. Um, you know, there's a dead salmon frozen in a waterfall, uh, a blue well that's uh, that's beached, um, a butterfly trapped in a spider's web. You know, he talks about it's his it's his destiny to be the king of pain. So there's all these references to hurt things, um, you know, to uh, to to go kind of go back to the car radio references of needing something to drown out the voices in your head. I've always, I've always wondered 
what Sting is referring to where he says, I'm always hoping that you'll end this reign. And I'm okay. So this is the English major in me that's coming out. What or who is the you in this, in this sentence? Like he says, I'm always hoping that you'll end this reign. Who is he referring to? Like I, I, who, who is it? Trudy Styles. No, I'm just kidding. That's his, that's his wife's name. Well, you know, it, the song was written after, I guess the, he had separated from first wife. He was with Trudy at the time. I don't know if this is a song written to her. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I tried to find some, some, some meaning to this. I, I went on like songmeanings.com couldn't really find anything out there. Um, oh, but I will I will say there was one comment on song meanings that I did like from user Scott P1182202. Um, Scott, see if you can make your username a little longer next time. Um, so here here are some of his thoughts. He said, like any chaotic system, Sunspots are paradoxically both random and predictable, and so each spot is random as to where specifically it appears in the course of its life. But when it's viewed collectively, sunspots are cyclical following an 11-year pattern. (laughs) O-M-G. This is the kind of stuff that you will find on song meetings, and it's none of it is ever helpful. The, the police are probably one of my top five favorite bands. This song was like a theme song to me that, that nothing goes right. You know, the King of pain, it's not going to work out. It'll never work. You know, I've, I've grown out of that, but there was a time in my life when this song was, 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 I would have called it my theme song. It's a pity party song. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's why it, it made my list because when I was making this list a few months ago, uh, I was definitely, I was definitely in, in my own little pity party. So you say you want to learn to laugh because music makes you cry, but the tears you shed Uh, this song was off of a uh, cat's foreigner album, which was number one on both sides of the Atlantic. I, I had never heard this song before. I'd heard peace train and wild, wild world, but this, uh, this is, he's a, a great songwriter. Just listening to it though. I, I just want to point out one lyric was, which was until I got hurt, darling, I painted my face gray. Uh, that I, it's just, that's great imagery. Like, you know, 
gray, uh, bland. You have to you have to go through this hard stuff to even to really truly appreciate uh, the good stuff. So while the song is about being hurt, um, it's definitely one of those. Uh, in the end, it's you're going to be better for it. What do you think of uh, the hurt by Cat Stevens? I always forget what a wonderfully gifted lyricist Cat or Yousef or whatever he's calling himself these days. What he, he you know, the fact also kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier about, you know, following, you know, finding solace in the radio, you know, to, to the lyrics, you know, he talks about riding around in your car and switching on the radio and trying to find something to relate to. Um, you know, I, 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 I love the lyrics on this and, um, you know, I think he's kind of sharing, also my uh my thoughts from the introduction where you know you don't you don't really know the 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 pleasure until you kind of go through the the pain you know because he he talks about it over and over again he's like until i got hurt i didn't know what i was you know uh what i was looking for um and i don't know if this is you know lyrics towards his disillusionment with religion with philosophy maybe that's you know somewhat autobiographical to him finally converting to you know the muslim faith um and i'm pretty sure that this song was well before he he made that religious switch i'm i don't know i i don't know the timeline for for cat stevens or yousef or um any idea uh no i i didn't i know i thought he did he changed much later this was uh 1979 78 so i i think it was much later than that okay all right all right so my number five is a song by alanis morissette called uninvited song to the list because I was actually listening to her version of my previous song, The King of Pain, which her unplugged version of that is fantastic. Um, This song came on right after that. And I just, if you listen to it, you just can't get this lyric, that unfortunate slight uh, lyric at least I can't get it out of my head. Um, you know, this was off of the city of angels soundtrack. What's really weird about some of the, you know, I looked at some of the, the, uh, the, the, the bio info on this. This was a number one song here in the States and, but it only hit number eight in Canada. Like she's Canadian, like seriously, Canada. Like there were three other songs by either the tragically hip 
or the bare naked ladies that were released at the same time as this song that would have kept her from charting higher. So to quote Alanis, Canada, a little bit of an unfortunate slide, I think. Well, you know, I think Brian Adams might have had something new out. That was probably top of the charts. Sloan, another band that's big in Canada. Uh, so Brian Adams in 90, would this have been what, 98? What would he have had on the charts? Maybe a remake of everything I do, I do for you. I don't, I don't know. Was that, was that the time frame where he had that? The only thing that looks good on me is you. (laughs) I had stopped listening to Brian Adams by that point. That, that couldn't tell you his best uh, work was behind him. I'll tell you the one what turned me off of both Sting, Rod Stewart, and Brian Adams. You know what I'm referring to, right? Did they do something together? Oh yeah, it's awful. You did. so you obviously were not listening to the radio in like '94, '95 time frame. They had a song that came off of like the Three Musketeers soundtrack. Called like all for love or yeah. one for all. No, no, I I do I've blocked that out. <laughs> it's yeah. it's one of the worst songs ever made. Um, so speaking of hurt, um, it hurts me to even think that that song exists. So, um, all right, what's your number five? Well, first, I want to say about uninvited. I can't. Oh. I I try to listen. I can't not link it to City of Angels, which is a horrible movie with a horrible actor and a horrible premise. I just it's it's also uh, the same thing happens to Goo Goo Dolls Iris. It's linked forever to this horrible movie. So I I have a I have trouble taking it on its own. But when I can, it's it's got some haunting, uh, a haunting kind of feel about it that I do very much enjoy but well well when i have a nicholas cage um movie marathon at my house guess what you're uninvited yeah well enjoy face off without me (laughs) uh absolutely all right number five what's your number five my number five is the breaks by curtis blow um this song, I remember when I was in junior high, uh, going into junior high, the seventh grade, I went to a much more diversified junior high than I went to after that. And so I heard a lot of, you know, that early rap stuff, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Curtis Blow and Sugar Hill Gang. And uh, I have always liked the song. Like I say, it doesn't really put a positive or a negative. It's just that's the breaks. Like, that's how it goes. Um you're one time, you know, whether it may, the breaks that make you a superstar breaks that, that, you know, got the IRS wanting to have a chat with you. Um, this was actually the first rap song to be certified gold. Um, and also looking into it, Russell Simmons gets a songwriting uh, credit on the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. 
And she runs off to them to Japan. That's the nice. The only issue that I've got with it, and this is my issue with most early hip hop, is do you have to have a song that's eight minutes long? And the fact, and this was also the second 12 inch to go gold. Okay. So I guess, you know what, you'll never get the, uh, you never get your, you'll never get a 12 inch if you don't, if you don't go eight minutes. Mm, That's the breaks. (laughs) That's exactly it. All right. What's cool. your number Anything five? Else? We stepped all over oh. each other. <laughs> anything, anything else on Curtis Blow you want to share? Um, little, you know what? Rap's notoriously known for samples. This is actually an original beat. Oh. No samples. All right. All right. Did not know that. What's your number five? Uh, I already told you my number five. Ah. So what do you got for number four, Ben? Number four is uh, a band that you and I both love. Um, this is the Gaslight Anthem with their song called Get Hurt. in this location Talking to spirits on the floor I think I came to find the feeling, baby was mine and what was yours and I can't get hurt might as well do your worst to me yeah, yeah. have you come here to get hurt have you come to take her away from me from me from me might as well do your worst to me I should remember that going through any change is painful and I'll probably get hurt. And there aren't many vocalists out there that can channel that pain as well as Brian Fallon. Thing about this song is that Brian sings about how he knows he's going to get hurt. He's even beckoning to the person that he's singing to, you know, do your worst to me. Um, you know, there's going to be times that the worst is going to be thrown at you. You take the bad, hoping that the exact opposite, some of that, maybe some good, is going to come from that. And you know, going back to my one of my my diatribes about you know finding solace in in music. You know, I I think Brian Fallon gets some therapy out of music. I mean, just look at. Uh, the song 45, he compares moving on from a relationship to a record and flipping over the record and starting over. You know, I'll I'll turn that record over and I'll see you on the flip side. You know, there you go. Turn the key and engine over. Bye bye. Um, so that song is also fantastic. But this song just I don't know. It's it it's it's haunting. It's uh it's a little bit painful and. You know, I, I just, again, I just love the premise where it's like, you know, I, I came to get hurt and that's, that's the breaks. <laughs> Look at you calling up some Curtis Blow. I, I like I just, this. I just did. I, uh, this, it seems like the song starts out kind of slow and kind of plods along and then it really gets going. Um, but you can definitely hear 
it, it, it sounds a lot more Brian Fallon solo than Gaslight Anthem. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's to me right now. He's one of my favorite singer songwriters. I saw him live uh, last summer at a at a club called Numos, and uh, he really uh, great rapport with the crowd. He actually did a another one of his songs that he kind of just you didn't even feel it happening and it, it faded into pictures of you by the cure he's a, nice. a tremendous entertainer uh it was a great 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 show one of the best shows i've seen uh in a long time cool cool i have still not seen seen him or the gaslight anthem um i i think this is going to be one of those bands that i'm going to have to travel for because it seems like they're they never come to florida so so Thank you for buying me a Brian Fallon shirt the last time you uh, saw him. So um, I will probably be wearing that uh, for a later episode. Oh, you're welcome. So what do you got for number four? Uh, number four is a song called Let Down by Radiohead. And I will say that uh, Radiohead falls into that same kind of category as Roxy Music. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why they're so popular they're so influential or they're so critically uh hyped i i i like you know fake plastic trees karma police is a great song um creep but i found this you know looking for songs about disappointment and uh i it has a nice moody beat and like i say the 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 line about uh let down and hanging around, crushing, crushing the ground like a bug, or crushing the, like a bug in the ground. Um, they really, it has a nice, very. They're perfect for disappointment songs. Anyway, they should write more. What did you think of them? You know, I, I, I love the refrain of, you know, where you are, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you're, you're down here, you're in the ground, you know, where you are. So not, not a, not a real, you know, happy song. Uh, I think that definitely captures the, the, the essence of this list. You know, you talked about fake plastic trees. Um, I listened a lot to that song after a really bad breakup. So thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> Appreciate that. I do my best. Uh, yeah. Um, and you know, my, my, uh, my best friend, Jeff has been trying to convince me for over 20 years, how awesome Radiohead is. Um, you know, he's told me to listen to okay computer multiple times and I've, tried multiple times and i just haven't gotten into it and you know maybe if i see them live maybe i'll change my mind kind of how uh you know seeing the decemberist recently turned me into a fan where i'm actually now seeking out 
Decemberist albums. Um, so maybe maybe I just need to uh, to to see Radiohead live. I will say in in keeping with the spirit of the 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 title of this song, I'm afraid Radiohead's going to have another letdown when they're not elected to the Hall of Fame again next year. But um, that's just my opinion. Anything else you want to share on uh, Radiohead? Uh, no, um, I think it's time to move on to uh, your next entry. Okay, well, my number three is a song called Miss the Boat by Modest Mouse. Well, we knew we'd miss the boat and we'd already missed the plane. We didn't read the invite, we just danced our own wake. All our favorites were playing so we could shake, 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 shake. Tiny curtains opened and we heard the tiny clap of little hands. A tiny man would tell a little joke and get a tiny laugh from all the folks sitting, drifting around on bubbles then thinking it was us to carry them. When we finally got it figured out that we had truly missed the boat. The lyrics on this are so good. Um, I almost went with another Modest Mouse song called Custom Concern, um, just because of this line that's in it, where every time I hear it, it just uh, I just love it, where he's, he says, gotta go to work, gotta go to work, gotta have a job. And it's just kind of depressing uh, with, that, with that refrain. The lyrics on this one are super great. Um, like I can, I can just quote a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, oh, and we owned all the tools ourselves, but not the skills to make a shelf with. Oh, what useless tools ourselves. Well, what'd you, what'd you think of, uh, this song by Modest Mouse? I, I love Modest Mouse ever since they came out, um, back in the nineties, uh, Ocean Breeze Salty, uh, all, all that stuff. I, I've, I've always liked him. Isaac Brock is a, is a great lyricist, and I love his voice. He has a, it's it's not, it's a unique, he's got a unique voice. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think who he, he kind of reminds me of. He kind, he, he kind of reminds me of kind of a toned down Fred Schneider, maybe. Is that is that kind of a good comparison? I I would have never compared him to Fred Schneider. No. Uh, wow. Did did I just did I just totally offend you with that? No, no, you blew my mind. I didn't even. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to dig back into some Modest Mouse and see if I can find a B fifty two connection. Yeah, maybe. All right. So, you know, I go going back to this whole concept of you know dwelling on the negative. You know, I. I'm totally guilty of this. And I, and I think that this, this, uh, this song really captures that, you know, um, especially with the lyric, we've listened more to life's end gong than the sound of life's sweet bells. And I'm, I'm totally guilty of that. I mean, I've, I forget how blessed my life is. 
Like I've got, I've got a great family. My wife is still hot. Uh, I've got awesome kids. Uh, depending on the day, I've got a nice house. Uh, I've got money to attend a fair amount of live shows. You know, I've, I've got money enough to buy uh, the premium Spotify package uh, for myself and my family. So, you know, this song comes from, I think, their most commercially successful album. This was from, what, 2007? We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. Um, That had their big hit dashboard on it. Uh, Well, big at least on the alternative stations. And you know who plays guitar on this this album, right? My man Johnny Marr. Johnny Marr, the legend himself, is on this. And uh, well, well, we're going to talk more about Johnny Marr here in a couple minutes. Yeah, he's a big, part, right, so he's a big you, part of this list. Yes, yes, he is. All right. So, what do you got for number three? Number three is uh, a song off Jimi Hendrix, "Acts as Bold as Love." This is. Castles made of sand. Sight she never seen made a jump and say, Look, a golden winged ship is passing my way. And it really didn't have to stop. It just kept on going. And so castles made of sand slips into the sea eventually. When I was doing research for this list, this if you if you Google songs about disappointment or best songs about disappointment, this this song was on every one of those lists. Um, Jimmy, what 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 can we what else can be said about him? I mean, they're still discovering things that he recorded. I mean, just within the, probably the last five years, I, they put something new out that he had he had laid down, um, constantly creating. This is a very. This song has, uh, I guess, the first verse is somewhat uh, autobiographical, um, but it's all about you know a disappointment and what more futile endeavor than building castles in the sand. How, how good is Jimmy? I, let me let me just say this. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I came back to Washington State um, to to go see the Huskies trounce on the BYU Cougars. Um, go Huskies. Go dogs. Bow down. And uh, driving th- through uh, Seattle, Tacoma area, turned it on to KZOK for old time's sake. And guess what they were playing? A triple shot of Jimmy. And what better way to welcome me back to Seattle than hearing some Jimi Hendrix? Oh, um, I for this song, I I love how Jimmy ends the song with kind of drawing out the, you know, the castles made out of sand and eventually and just the guitar work at the end of the song. I just um, great, great, great song. Great choice. Um, now, have you heard some of the covers of this particular song? I have I've heard, uh, what's it? He and she, Zoe Deschanel, and uh, oh, do they do one too? Yeah, 
Really? Okay, I have not heard that one. Um, Shaka Khan's version of this is awesome. Now, I'm a little biased because I love my Shaka Khan, but her version is awesome. Um, and if you like jazz, Tuck and Patty's version is really good. Um, now, did were you aware that Red Hot Chili Peppers also did this song? I was, yes. That was some. I came across that when uh, doing some research for the podcast. Yeah, and that's off of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's some bonus track. Um, and all right, so going back to my earlier reference to Jason Isbell, um, there is a there's some lyrics off of his song called Codeine. And he says, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's this bar and this cover band trying to fake their way through castles made of sand. That's the one thing I can't stand. So now every time I think of, uh, you know, think of uh, castles made of sand, I also think of Jason Isbell's song. So good stuff. Good, good, good pick. Uh, Great underrated album, I think. Um, that is the same album that includes, uh, if six was nine, which I love the drumming on that and the classic little wing, which is probably top three Jimmy song for me. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, it's top 10 for sure. There's just so many Jimmy songs. There really is. So what do you got for number two? Number two is Disappointed by the band Electronic. You know, listening to this song almost made me forget that I was supposed to be pissed off and I was supposed to still be harboring some disappointment. Um, I just really love this song. Um, If you're not aware of who Electronic is, that is the, uh, the little side project from Bernard Sumner from um, from New Order. And of course, Johnny Marr, which we already talked about Johnny Marr playing with Modest Mouse. 
And I just realized he plays on number three and number two songs on my list. And I'm not going to throw any spoilers, but Johnny's going to make another appearance on our list. Um, And if you recognize that voice, that is Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Usually the vocals on electronic uh, songs were Bernard, uh, but Neil guests on this song. Um, And if it sounds just like total 80s, early 90s, new wave, uh, it was mixed by the new wave super producer, Stephen Hogg. Um, this was originally on the Cool World soundtrack and reached number nine on the U.S. modern rock charts back in the early 90s. I don't remember. I don't have this specific date, but do you think Johnny Marr and Bernard Sumner know a little something about hurt and sadness that they can f- channel that into a song like this? They and they must, but it is like you said, it is hard to stay disappointed once that beat starts and then Neil Tennant's voice comes in and I'm I'm shaking my ass. I'm not even I can't even be unhappy anymore. It's like a super group. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it is. A, it is a super group, um, you know, and, and the fact that that Johnny and Bernard both you know, played with these dark, sad frontmen, you know, Morrissey, Ian Curtis. Um, they probably know a little something about, uh, about you know, disappointment. Um, but yeah, I, I love this song. Um, and this is kind of trying to reflect where I'm, I'm digging through the darkness of being disappointment and trying to find you know, maybe a little bit of positive spin on that. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's my number two. Uh, what do you got for your number two? My number two is Rod Stewart's Some Guys Have All the Luck. This is Rod's second single off the Camouflage album. One thing I want to say is, when you say some guys have all the luck, which I completely agree with, one of those guys is Rod Stewart, though. I mean, I mean, he's got the looks, he's got the voice. This is the guy who wrote Maggie May. He's burying supermodels in his 70s. I know people who just recently saw him in concert. They say he's still kicking soccer balls into the crowd and just putting on a show. So he's one of those guys who's got all the luck. Yeah, I I like the Robert Palmer version better. <sighs> uh, you know what? Every time I think you can't disappoint me, you find a way. You know what? Rod seems to also like the Robert Palmer version better because from what I have seen, he actually is, since Robert Palmer passed, he has been using Robert Palmer's arrangement for how he performs this in concert. Just, just so you know, you, yeah, and, you can't and, see me, but I'm shaking my head. Okay. Well, 
you know, maybe I would like this song a little bit better if he would have used the oh no, not again part from infatuation into this song. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, like I say, this is uh, doing some research. This is the third time this song was released uh, as a single. Um, I listened to the Persuaders version, which is R&B, and I did enjoy. I also found a YouTube clip of the Shakers doing this as a promo uh, promo single off of their Yankee reggae, and that was horrible. And I wish I had that. I wish I had not found. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're white guys doing reggae. It's terrible. Um, I spent a lot of time. There was a lot in my life. I've spent a lot of time being uh, hating on the guys who have all the luck. Um, like I said, like you know, I talked about earlier with King of Pain. Uh, everybody's it's going great for everybody but me. This is definitely a definitely, even though it doesn't sound like it. This is a pity party. Moving on to my number one. So I think that I've gone through all the phases of grief going through this, this, this list of, you know, um, pity party, uh, woe is me. Um, okay. I'm starting to see some, some light. Now this is my time for hope because even the losers get lucky sometime. This is Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. song off of damn the torpedoes um i found this interesting this was never released as a single yet it's one of petty's most regarded songs and it is on each of his greatest hits albums the one from 93 and also the one from 2010 um the version that i've included on the playlist um yes you can find a playlist of all, all of our disappointed songs if you go out on Spotify, find me. There's a playlist called the Disappointment Playlist. And on that playlist, I've put the 90, uh, 1979 version. Sorry, a little bout of dyslexia right there. The 1979 version. And that's the version that also includes Mike Campbell's wife in the background um, saying it's just the normal voices in here. And... What, what, do, what do you have to say about uh, Even the Losers? This is a great song. Um, just a great rock band. Uh, Tom Petty's going to be missed. I don't know if you've caught the uh, documentary uh, uh, on Netflix, but that is, uh, it's worth the three hours or whatever it is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like four hours, and yes, it is worth every minute of that. That was a fantastic, fantastic documentary. Um, I, I do like the lyrics on this. Um, it says I should have known right then it was too good to last God it's such a drag when you're living in the past but here are the words to live by keep a little bit of pride they get lucky sometimes 
And, you know, Tom Petty had so many great songs. There, there are so many songs of, of, of hope. You know, since this is the last song on my list, I'm going to quote Mr. Petty from the song I Should Have Known It. Well, it's over now, you see. It's the last time you're going to hurt me. And that's kind of the sentiment of even the losers. Love it. Any uh, any final thoughts on on Mr. Petty? I'd, he's just gone too soon. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. I've given you my number one. What is your number one? The Smiths. Please, please, please let me get what I want. Perfect. Good times for a change. See the luck I've had can make a good man turn bad. So please, please, please let me, let me, let me, let me get what I want this time. Haven't had a dream in a long time See the life I've had can make a good man bad So for once in my life let me get what I want Lord knows it would be the first time And this was a uh... A B-side to William, it really, uh, it was really nothing in 1984. Um, gosh, just that quiet desperation in his voice, which it wasn't unusual to this song, but still, you hear Morrissey singing uh, is, gosh, something that um, I, I just, I, I stop what I'm doing um, when the Smiths are on. I can't get work done. I'm, I, it's just hit that quiet desperation in his voice. Where he, 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 this song is only like a minute 50. Yeah, something like that. There's really not a lot to it, but yet at the same time, it's, it's a big song when you, with, when you, when you listen to it. And, uh, it's just that desperation that it's, he knows he's not going to get it. He knows he's not going to. Um, I would have picked this song on my top 10 uh, as well. But uh, again, in in the uh, essence of not double dipping, um, I didn't go there. You know, there are some really other great dark songs. You know, there is a light that never goes out. Uh, <laughs> just da- daggers. Uh, love that song. Um, you know, we talked about other great records that we want to you know go back and revisit and. The Queen is is dead is is one of those records that uh um, oh my god yeah we uh, we will not there's no way we will not do that one wait, that's that's t- that's one of the best ever did we capture the essence of being disappointed <laughs> I, I believe I I I I got to pull the knife away from my wrist I'm trying to I got to find something happy all right, so I just just barely broke the skin. It's, I'm be, I'm gonna be okay. I'm just more a cry for help. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, just as a reminder, again, you can find any of our our playlists. 
from the last couple episodes on Spotify. Um, and I don't remember, what are we revisiting for next episode? August and everything by the counting crows. Okay. So we, we are going to do my pick and, and you keep saying August and everything. It's August and everything after, but you know, I, I, I won't be too technical. Wait, I just, I just was technical with you. Um, all right. So we're doing counting crows next episode. A uh, very, very great album. I'm looking forward to it. You still putting together your uh, your notes for Appetite for Destruction? I certainly am. I'm doing the research. I'm digging deep. All right. I've already figured out what my number one song off of that album is. Wow, me too. And you may be surprised. It's my Michelle. I'm- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. All right. So it's been a pleasure revisiting with you, Wayne. Oh, you too, Ben. All right. So thanks for listening, everyone. Please go support the arts. Go to a live show, buy a t-shirt of the band, buy a record, visit a record store, and not just on record store day. We are records revisited, and we are out. Out.